1: all right, testing one, two, check it out. Good morning, Chicago. I'm Ron Calgill, and the Mighty House team
3: is on the air. Do Not you... for long. <laughs> <laughs> I have what? I have two shows going on in my head. Oh, do you? Do you? Yes, know? I have the live show in my left ear and a 30-second delay in my right ear, or H- 40. How'd you manage that? I don't know, but I'm going to start. Everything's muted.
1: Okay. The Mighty House no, it's team.
3: A, it's a minute
4: delay.
1: The Mighty House team is on, a, uh, on the air in multiple fashions today.
4: Unbelievably multiple fashions. Yes. New stations, new ways, new streaming areas. Wow. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you work on your $500 computer? How about your $5,000 or maybe $20,000 car? If you don't, is it because you don't know what you're doing? And if you don't repair your own computer or car, why do you think it's okay to work on the most expensive investment in your life? Are you really going to work on your home all by yourself? Why not give us a call, find out if it's something you should try. We can also help you put a game plan together so you can tackle that home project correctly. With a little help from us, you can make sure the most expensive investment does not turn into your most expensive mistake. Give us a call, 877-711-5611. That number again, 877-711-5611. And hopefully we can uh, get you pointed in the right direction. We've got open phones right now, so get your questions in. In the first hour, we'll be taking your calls, and we'll have the Mighty House Tip of the Week with Rich Calgill. In the second hour, we'll be talking with uh, Mr.'s Floor and uh, find out what the latest trends are with the uh, flooring and uh, see what Aaron and Igor are up to. And, of course, taking your calls, and what everybody hangs around for, of course, is Clutter Clarity with Robbie. Robbie.
4: dancing weird.
1: Uh-huh. And the third hour, uh, just it's all phone calls and emails. Uh, so... Uh, Stay tuned. You can join us right now on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live, which is also Twitter. So uh, you can join us right there. It's brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, $99closing.com, and Maggie Red. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on Home Improvement USA. And you can find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And, of course, our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can just use the hashtag Mighty House. And uh, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. You're way early for that.
4: No, I'm on time. Okay. 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 As always.
1: As always.
4: As always.
1: (laughs) Okay.
3: If you say so. Seven one one five six one one. Yeah, just like that.
4: So look. Telling
3: you, I've got two shows going on in my head. This is ridiculous, Andrew. If you can't hear me.
2: Yeah, he can. Uh, Can you? You can hear him, can't you? Yeah. There's no echo coming over here. Do you have? It's not an echo. It's it's the so you're hearing the it's Facebook the show feed. is repeating. Well, it's from not, the very open as soon Ob- as you went on air on on OBS, for instance. On OBS is only mics and aux open. There's no desktop audio. That's often the issue. So did it go away? Did you go in your browser and did you actually kill the audio back. coming out of your tab that's open with the Facebook feed? Or no? It's not an echo. Yeah, I know. It's playing the Facebook that's an echo feed in delay, right? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. We'll talk during the break. All right. Sure. Okay. But it's 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 not on our end. I don't think.
1: I and I killed. Uh, I killed it on. You know, in case yeah. it was coming and through I, from I my looked, board. I
2: checked it on OBS. So, yeah. I think it's something's He's, open on something is open on your computer that's going to one of the channels of your headset Play so, it in the background. Exactly. So just look at that. Try closing it in the browser and close it here on here.
3: That. that is everything is muted. All right. It's a playback.
1: And you don't have the Facebook open either, right? Well, stop now. Okay.
4: Oh, good. So now you're done.
1: He's listening.
3: Yep. It was.
4: Okay. Good morning, David Robinson. Watching us on. It was face on... trash. Ah! Oh, see. Watching us on Facebook. There we go. No, I'm sorry, David. You're watching us on YouTube. On the, on the YouTube. Yeah. There. So okay. thank you very much. We are on Facebook and YouTube and a whole bunch of other places. So sometimes in the morning it takes us about. Two minutes uh-huh. before we know what's going on. But thank you so much. You are like our number one viewer, listener. Uh-huh. So we really appreciate it. Yeah, well, thank it's you also Because every
3: week it's like a new experiment here.
4: Sure. Mm-hmm. We're, we, we,
3: Lately, especially.
1: We're evolving.
2: And we're like a new yes. show. Yes.
4: Yeah. Look out, Gentry. <laughs> Where did that come from? It's my I, mom's book. It is. And I got to tell you, kids love it. So I've read it to six kids already.
2: Oh, my mom will be so happy. Sit in
4: my lap, Uh so excited. I'm like, it's a true story. They're like, what? Like it's a true story. All of it's true. Is it really true? (laughs) Yeah, very true. It's just kids are fascinated by this. It's so awesome. And then I show them the picture at the end Uh with the real gentry and the. Okay, so just to say real quick. Um, Lookout Gentry is a book available on Amazon.
2: It's on yeah, it's on Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, their website, and you can also you can also find it, I think, on Orange Hat Publishing, their website as well.
4: And proceeds go to a school.
2: They go to yeah, they go to the the public high school in Linton, North Dakota. They help them refurbish their their athletic facilities and their libraries and providing new technology to their students.
4: And it's an awesome children's book. Lookout Gentry. It's a true story about a bull who jumped into a swimming pool. True story. It's really good. Kids love it. And you know what? Money <laughs> goes to help kids. So sure. we're all about that.
1: Sure. That's excellent. We'll have to put a link on there. if we Gentry. put? Have you put a link on the Facebook? I, I know
4: somebody who could.
1: I, I will do that. that I <laughs> okay.
4: You to. Yeah. That, awesome.
1: Yeah, And put it up on the Twitter also then. Yeah. Sure. So that way it's, uh, it's, it's everywhere. That. All right. So good morning there, Rich. Morning. Uh, do you have your wetsuit on? Or do you, are you wearing a dry suit now?
3: Not dry suit today. Dry suit today? Yeah, the weather pattern is supposed to break.
1: You've been getting a little it's bit of rain. It's
3: been wet. And so a lot of rain.
1: So was this a hurricane that you guys, or no. like a, a, a low-pressure cell that came through or something? Not,
3: well, there was a high in the middle of the ooh, Gulf, ooh, so ooh. it was pushing all the moisture. The southern wind's pushing all the moisture into the state. Okay. But yeah, it's just crazy. Usually, you know, like we always said, this is rainy season. But usually, right, three o'clock, you get a shower. You know, right. done. Right. Yeah, this been like almost all day stuff. It's like crazy. But for days
1: too, right? It's.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. We have we don't have no water shortage.
1: Well, that's good. And your pools are all filled up, so. Everything- Very
3: filled up. Yep, everything good.
1: <laughs> Everything's good. <laughs> Everything's good. <laughs> So is it dry there today yeah, or not?
4: Everything is awesome.
3: yeah, it's actually uh, mostly sunny and uh, it looks nice out, but okay, so' uh, it'll change.
1: So about nine forty everybody can start listening or no nine thirty uh, showtime you'll start you'll hear the neighbors start cutting the grass mm-hmm. and he's very consistent.
3: Yes, Jeff is out there same time every Saturday. yep. <laughs> well, he does have a little standing water. he might not be too oh, far in the back. Today. okay. All right, well, cool. By well, like you buy the low-lying lot, you get the lake.
1: Oh, yeah. There you go. That's how that works then, huh? Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. So,
1: good. All right. So, uh, Robbie had posted a little something. Uh, I
4: got a couple things going on. This week. That have gotten a lot of notice. Yes. Um, the first one was under the the general category of why women live longer than men. Sure. And, okay. So... You describe it. You describe things better than me. I can't talk construction.
1: Okay, so they were so they were building, it looks like they were building an outside fireplace. Yes, or fireplace. Fire. Fi- fireplace. It's an outside fireplace, okay. I think. Okay, all right. Um, and, of course, obviously, when you reach a certain level, now you need scaffolding. You need to get up a little bit higher to be That's able to work That's the word up. I didn't know. Okay, so instead of putting up scaffolding... There are four logs around. Logs. <laughs> True logs. Logs. And then they just nailed uh, two by tens to the top of it all the way around the the chimney. And then they put more logs on or n- more boards on there and nailed it around to, to give them a platform to stand on. That's about six feet off the ground.
4: Yeah. So I'm looking at this like I could just bump into one of those logs uh-huh. and it's going to go tumbling down. Uh huh. And so I posted the picture from the client's house uh-huh. and um, <laughs> then I was looking at all of the comments that people yep. were saying. And someone said, well, maybe there's something around the back that I'm not seeing. So I went out there and I said, you know, what's holding this up? And the guy starts jumping up and down on it going, look, it's sturdy. It's nailed in. Uh huh. So I'm shocked that it was so sturdy. Uh,
1: well, it can still work. But the, what it, because he had four posts on each corner, and then they ran the, the 2 by 10s tight to the masonry. So it couldn't slide. It couldn't move. And had you kicked one of the logs out, one of the legs out of it, it would have fallen like a chair. But because there was no way for those boards to move because they were pushed tight against the masonry, it stayed put. We'll talk when we get back. Okay. we got we got plenty of show for you. The phones are going 877-711-5611. Give us a call. And uh, you are listening to...
3: Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See, I work. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the pressure man like me has got on This is Mighty House.
1: All right. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And uh, we're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, and and also uh, find out how to win the Klein Tool of the Month, how can they do that?
3: You'd go over to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, and... Uh just put in your first, last name, email address, scroll on down, and click on boom, done. Boom, done. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, t- uh, in the in the vein of talking about
3: scaffolding like we were there. Mm-hmm. And, and- that's not scaffolding.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you saw the picture. Yeah. Rich, okay. What did you Yeah, think?
3: that's what we call stupidity. It works. And that's on somebody's property. Yeah. So, when he goes down, he gets to buy their property. Well, he gets their property.
1: Well, or... It, the the company that you've hired has Workman's Comp insurance, and they're covered.
4: I debated. No,
3: Workman's Comp likes to recover when there's stupidity involved. So Workman's Comp will go after your homeowner's insurance. You, eh. You're not going to win on that. I don't know about that. I don't know.
4: I debated bringing up this because there were a lot of comments on that picture. Uh-huh. People were making assumptions. Sure. Um.
3: What, that it was in Mexico or another third-world country where they actually don't have scaffolding? Yeah.
4: Kind of assumptions like that, and, you know, well, that's what you get if you hire, you know, those kind of things.
3: Chuck in the truck.
4: Right. Yeah, and, uh, okay, it was, it's a very, very reputable company. Uh Uh-huh. Not
1: anymore. (laughs) So far it is, because nobody got hurt.
4: You know, so it was just interesting, because I know, you know, I posted the picture, I know the client, I know that. (sighs) She is paying a whole lot of money mm-hmm. to have this done. I know the company is extremely reputable on the North Shore of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So it was just interesting to have people have these comments about, well, you're not paying people enough that they can afford scaffolding and stuff like that. Yep. So, Ron, what is your take knowing that it's a reputable company and they have plenty of money? Why don't they have scaffolding? I don't
1: I don't think, one, It. Uh, they've... They didn't have to worry about OSHA or they, you know, they weren't worried about that stuff. Uh, the, the owner never came around and saw it, you know, um, had that been our company, you wouldn't have seen that. (laughs) We would have had the Baker scaffold and everything laid out Mm -hmm. properly to work on that stuff. So that, that's a top down thing, you know, that the, the one that the, the owner or the managers within that company are allowing it, you know, that that's, that's where I see the problem starting. Yeah.
3: So absolutely,
1: and and but- the guys that are working there, they don't care because that's the way they've that's the way they've always done it. Mm-hmm. You know, so to them, it's not. There's no such thing as like unsafe. Does that make sense? Because he was
4: jumping on it. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> one little slip of you know moisture mm-hmm. underneath one of those posts. Yeah. Oh, I know. Or not that even that. that At just- least he
3: was conscientious. He did put plywood down on top of the pavers on the deck. Uh huh. So that way, the blood wouldn't soak in if he did go down. <laughs> Yeah, we well, on the plywood. You just
1: take the pavers and you turn them over. They're they're fine. You got to know you got a good side on the on the other side of it. So,
3: because we do little more than well, I mean we do 450 homes a year the sure. company combined. So we're doing oh you know billion dollars, and it's a closely held corporation. Yep, we see stupidity like that. I fire them instantly and they're off the jobs. Yeah, really. I mean I just yeah you have to be tied off when you're on a roof. You have to wear hard hats. I mean it's the safety is. Everything, it's just it's just stupidity. You know, when you didn't have this stuff, when I was a framer and younger, we didn't we didn't tie off, we didn't have harnesses, no. we didn't wear lanyards. You no. know what I mean? No. And you walk. Fortunately, the the wall we had anti gravity devices, and I never <laughs> went down.
1: Yes. <laughs>
3: but now, with OSHA, the fines and the insurance. No, you so, see anything like that, you're done. You're off the job.
1: So, Rich, how many times did you walk trusses two stories up across, just walking on a two by top of a two by four wall? Oh, a lot of times. I mean, God, just,
3: uncountable times.
1: Yeah, you pick them up, you walk them across. <clears throat> I mean, that's just. That's my favorite
3: go. was sitting on a uh, a beam. It was an eight by thirty-two inch ridge beam. Uh huh. You know, a my a glue lam. Yep. One end is sitting on a post, and I'm out on the other end. <laughs> that's going to be held up by the fireplace. That's not there, <laughs> so the crane is holding it. But I had to set the rafters to hold the ridge beam in place. Uh huh. You know what I mean? So I'm out there. The only thing holding it up's the the cable from the crane. Yep. Yep. See, so, so we're not much smarter, Robbie. That's really
1: what this comes down to, because we're well, not I, I
3: would have wore a lanyard and strapped off to the to the beam at the yeah. time, but we didn't have right. Didn't have that stuff. fall arrest stuff because people don't realize the fall is not what hurts you. No, it's the sudden stop.
1: <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> falling is fun. Free yeah. falling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 People do a it It's The sudden the stop
3: that tends to leave all the bruises.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's funny. So then, also. Uh, our buddy will then also posted something uh someone took two ladders, two extension ladders and put them on the on the house, but they had to get across to uh across a porch so then they took another wooden ladder extension ladder and lashed it to the two uh extension ladders that were up and then they walked across that ladder no. to get to the windows over it yeah yeah, and if you look. They would have fallen hitting that roof, but then they also had other like equipment laying right in front of it. So, had they hit fallen, hit they would hit the porch. That would slow them down a little bit, but then they would be <laughs> landing on other ladders and equipment and planks, and so it would have uh, done some serious damage. So, and that was posted by our buddy Will. Was perfect segue into the Will report. There Are you, you there? go. Are you there, Will?
0: Hey, how you doing, guys?
1: Hey. Hey,
4: Will.
0: Good, good. I uh, got a quickie today. Um, uh, but for the for the people out there who are buying houses, uh, I'm involved in a lawsuit. I'm uh, not as many
3: in, in Illinois defense now. Defense. From yeah. the last thing I read.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, this is in southern Illinois, and um, the home inspector is being sued for um, missing uh, stuff. Okay. Now it's an old. It's a 1950s house in a rural area. The house is crap to begin with. Uh, the foundation was two cinder block high. No footing
1: uh, with
0: uh, with joists. Anyway, so when they did the inspection, uh, there was a window on the side of the house uh, at the foundation, which was the access to the crawl. Uh, And he looked at it, but it was too small. He couldn't get in there. So he just looked in as best he could. Right. And he told the clients, look, I can't get in the crawl. And if you inspect something um, and you can't get to it, you basically put in your report that you didn't do it and why you didn't do it. Right. So there's standards. There's standards of practice for home inspectors according to the Illinois state law. Things that are we're required to do and things we're not required to do. We're not required to go into unsafe spaces, etc. The problem was that the buyers of this house and the uh, wife's uh, father um, they had different ideas about what an inspection was. Uh-huh. Um, to them, to them, basically. They kind of sat there, and they were, and the realtor didn't really help them explain this. They didn't know the difference between a home inspection, a septic inspection, a radon inspection, an appraisal—you know, any of this stuff. To them, all I have to do is pass the inspection, so I can get my loan. That was FHA, by the way. Well, and but and there is no such thing as an FHA inspection. There is basically the appraisal. Has certain things that they have to say.
3: Yeah, I was if, going to say FHA, FHA has certain law. requirements you have to meet. It's not a true inspection, right. but there's requirements. Right. But
0: FHA, but FHA doesn't doesn't really go above what local codes are. So, no, so it if, if a guy comes in and there's there's like wires hanging all over the place, that would be a local code violation, but it's also an FHA violation. So they would, and they can't require you to fix it. By the way, that's that's a whole different kettle of fish that changed years ago. Uh-huh. But anyway. So, I just want to make sure that people are aware of the difference between a home inspection, an appraisal, uh, a mold inspection, etc. Home inspectors in Illinois, uh, we're the only people who can do home inspections legally. Not contractors, not architects, just home inspectors. Right. Um, but right. we also do other inspections, like I do thermal, mold, water intrusion, uh, maintenance inspections, all kinds of things. Um, so... The trick here is to be informed and to know exactly what you're doing uh, and what you're not doing. A home inspection is something you have to be involved in, you have to care about, you have to read the report, and um, it's not a pass-fail. It's basically describing the condition of the house to you so that you can make your own decision. I'm reminded of a, a friend of mine, a rabbi, who I did an inspection for him. He was a young guy. And we did a couple of houses that were lousy, and he walked away. One of them, I just looked at it, and we walked away. <laughs> I didn't but even go inside. <laughs> no, I just, my, my, my spidey sense went off, and I showed him something, and he goes, now let's just walk away. So um, the, one, uh, the one that he finally bought, we're going through, and uh, I mean, this is a friend of mine. He's, he's a 20-something, and he's a smart guy. Um, and we're going through, and he, finally at the end, he says, so would you buy this house? I say legally we can't tell you to buy or not buy all we can do is give you information to inform your decision right and he goes yeah but what would you tell me what would you tell me as my friend and i says as your friend i'd say put on your big boy pants and make your own freaking decisions you're <laughs> your cattle <pato> now okay? <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah.
1: that
0: that's that's the whole that's the whole thing and, and also make sure that you're if you don't understand something talk to your realtor or um and that's that's really where i was going to go
1: is that the realtor should be yeah. holding your hand, taking, guiding you through this entire process, and and doing it right. start to finish because that's where that's their job, that's what they're getting paid for, and and just to make sure right. that you exactly. get, that you're getting a good home that's made for you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, and the thing too is that this particular realtor, I I read through like eight or nine depositions, each one like a hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred pages long.
1: Ugh. You know, preparing my report,
0: and depositions are nice, you know, uh-huh. but uh. Seem that the buyer's agent was like ninety percent of what she she put down in her deposition was I don't recall. <laughs> now the the, well, the, the seller's agent as well. and the seller, yeah. Right. The, the, the seller's agent and the seller, a couple days before closing, found a secondary access which the seller had forgotten and was covered up in a pantry. Uh-huh. She, uh She told she told the seller's agent. The seller's agent told the buyer's agent. The buyer's agent told the buyers. And uh but they didn't care because they already got approved for their loan. Uh, so a year and a half later a year and a half later, the floor joist the entire the entire floor structure of the house had to be replaced. Nice. Fifty thousand dollars, uh they're fifty six thousand dollars actually. They're suing the inspector for fifty. He's insured, so his insurance company's defending him. But anyway, be aware. Yes,
1: that's it. you
0: got it. your own duty, you know. That's it. All right, I appreciate
1: the phone call, Well, we got to take a break. We'll be back right after this.
0: Mighty
2: House. Mighty House will return.
3: Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at
1: 877 711 5611 and get
3: advice from the
1: experts themselves.
3: This is Mighty House.
1: All right, you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and also Periscope Live, which Periscope is Twitter. So uh, we're on all three of those live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, $99 Closing, and Mag ERAD. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win. Your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at
4: Floor.com.
1: You can also give us a call. Trixie is uh, standing by to take your name and information at 877-711-5611. And we've got the Klein Tool of the Month uh, that we're giving away. And let's see, this week it is the Circuit Breaker Tester and it is a ET310 Digital Circuit Breaker Finder with a GFCI Outlet Tester. There you go, Jeff. GFCI.
3: I was going to say, yeah, at least you threw that in. there forget.
1: <laughs> so uh, if you want, a chance to win that we're having a drawing at the end of the month so give Trixie a call she takes your name and this is very high, highly technical she writes it on a piece of paper and then that piece of paper gets dropped into the Mr. Floor tote bag and that's the extent of the the information and once it's in there then we'll have a drawing at the end of the month and we usually do that on the live segment after the show and of course we have uh the li- Andrew the live do that segment? yeah the live segment yes Robbie
4: can I ask a question about X
1: Go ahead. XOA. away.
4: I said ask. Can I ask a question about Klein Tools hard hats? Sure. Okay, so I'm looking at hard hats because they have some new ones coming out uh-huh. or updated ones, I should say. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at and there's different classes. There's an E class and there's a C class. And one said uh for use where electrical protection is required and one says not for use were electrical protect why would you have a hard hat what's the difference between but, electrical protection and non electrical protection and if you're I'm having one I'm curious you-
3: about this I didn't think they were conductive I've never heard one for electrical and non electrical use yeah
4: so the non vented ones are for electrical protection the vented ones built for use in the general construction plumbing carpentry and iron worker industries not for use in applications where electrical protection is required so you can't have a vented one? Is that the only difference where electrical protection is required?
1: Maybe, because uh, theoretically an, an arc could go through those vents to your skull, and then that's you know not providing the same amount of protection that an unvented one with.
4: I see that would uh, be the only difference I that mean, I can that see. That would
3: make sense, but I've never heard of that. Yes, I've never heard of it either. Which is funny, because you know things that become codes yes. or you know standards... Are usually because something happened
1: uh-huh
3: some poor slob got electrocuted or shocked on the head through a vent in his hard head is my yes. guess so they <laughs> said we must close these holes yep well oh, and, poor bastard
1: you know well and then the iron workers you know their hats those are some of those things are uh you know aluminum they're 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 metal they're actual metal helmets and uh those those are pretty wild
4: so, so. this one um that i'm looking at has one-handed adjustment with a large knob racket mechanism that pivots to clear your ponytail. Oh, nice! Just saying.
1: Well, you know, because that is a problem with me mm-hmm. and getting my ponytail to to um clear the, the the hard hat.
4: And how about this? You could wear it frontwards or backwards.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. When you're really cool, you wear it backwards. <laughs> I don't know how baseball caps are made now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that I, I guess technically I, I can't use the vented one. I would have to go unvented,
3: technically speaking.
1: Why? But because I, I do would quite a bit of the, electric work.
3: Yeah, but I think that would do with, um, it has, probably has to do with voltage or, you know, services you're working on.
4: Okay, this says on the non-vented one, uh-huh. it's tested up to 20 kV. Uh-huh. Which means? Kilovolt. Which means?
1: Lots of power.
4: okay. So I guess the other one isn't tested up to tw- 20 KV. There's so much to know. Uh-huh. And why would you want a full brim if you can just have the cool baseball cap on? I think the other one looks dorky.
1: That's, see, that's why I want it. I, I dig the dork. You know that.
4: You dig the dork!
1: <laughs> yes, I do. Come on. How long have you known me? You dig the dork. <laughs> I dig the dork.
4: Wow. That's the
1: way it goes. If it's dorky, that's, that, that's the way I want to do it.
4: So if you were to test one uh-huh. for Klein Tools, would yep. you still want the vented or the non-vented?
1: <sighs> well, I mean, but I'd want to be using it. So I guess technically I would still have to go unvented.
4: Can't you use the vented one for when you're not doing electrical stuff? <laughs> then what do I do? Then I go to my other one? Hmm.
1: I don't know. My truly dorky one? Hmm. Okay.
4: But- I don't, I'm just saying. So you need a non-vented
1: one. Yes. And then Rich is going to go vented because he's cool that way.
3: And, and It's
4: adjustable vented. OSHA, OSHA has oh. two
3: standards for, for requiring hard hats. And, and one is general industry workers, and the other is for construction, demolition, and renovation. And yep. both standards require workers to wear hard hats when there's potential for head injury from impacts, falling, or flying objects, or electrical shock. Yes. So they really wrote it right into the standard. I didn't really, I mean, I knew the hard hat thing, right? Yeah. Like you have to have one on the job site at all times unless you're on the roof. Correct. Yeah,
1: if you're the, if you're the person working at the highest level, then techni- you may not need one. But anybody working below that, that upper level technically needs to have one. So well, if you're tearing down the ceiling, all- you need to have it.
3: Yeah, well, we use all concrete tile, you know, on our oh, roof. So yeah. when you're walking around, and if the and if the tile guys are up there doing the roof, uh-huh. it's scary. You don't walk anywhere near the roof edge, because <laughs> they don't look. They just cut a tile, they flip it off. Yep. So, and if you don't have a hard hat, you have a, a lump.
4: Oh, yeah. A lump. I need to wear a hard hat all the time. So,
3: not last week. The week before, though, a guy fell clots. off scaffolding on the inside of a house. It was like a 16-foot fall to the concrete. Ugh and they brought a helicopter out to the elementary school to get him to the hospital.
4: Wow. Was it down by you?
3: It was in one of the subdivisions here. We're building in the same subdivision. Fortunately, it wasn't one of our houses oh. because his scaffolding didn't have his guardrails. He walked off the end. <gasps> yep.
1: Yep. Well, you need the tow boards, and then you need one, what is it, at three-foot? Yeah. Like one board, one horizontal board at three-foot, and then you need a tow board, too, off your scaffolding.
3: Yep. So, there. You know, so you can get a Class G, general hard hats are rated for 2,200 volts. Okay. Class E, electrical, hard hats are rated for 20,000 volts. <laughs> class C, <laughs> conductive.
1: Conductive, that's not good. Yeah. Hard hats <laughs> do
3: not offer electrical protection. <clears throat> right. So that would be the aluminum ones that the iron workers. Right. Yes.
1: So I, I, would, I would go with the one that is for electric.
3: You never know. But you could go with the G though. You don't really need yeah. the E. You're not a lineman.
4: Correct. Wait, the only ones I saw were C and E.
3: Yeah. That the, oh.
1: of the new of the new models that mm-hmm. they've got out. Yeah. So So then we need to do the E, correct?
3: Yes. But those would be non-vented, wouldn't they?
1: Yes. That would be a non-vented unit. Yes. But that's that's okay. I I I can understand if if I was in Florida, I may want that, but uh, you know, for basically it's 2 months out of the year that it might be a little warm. To It'd be wear. so
4: cool to vent and unvent on yeah. and Yeah. Un-
3: yeah,
1: it's okay, I'll pass. Hmm. Does Rich the Richard
3: can- head have two arrows curving to form a circle. That means it can be worn forwards or backwards. Oh, okay. LT when the helmet is designed to provide protection to low temperatures. Okay. And HV when the helmet meets all requirements for high visibility.
1: Oh yeah, that, so that's the orange one.
3: My God, they Uh pay people to write this stuff. It's a hard hat, (laughs) damn it.
4: You know, that's what marketing people are paid to do, to get you excited about a new product. Like, we are excited because it clears your ponytail. Sure.
3: No, I was actually more impressed at how much work went into writing an OSHA standard. Yeah. And I like this little paragraph, can I place labels on my hard hat? So, I mean, if you've ever gone down to the city, the union guys are, oh. you know, oh, yeah. they're huge on tagging their, their hard hats. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was explaining to somebody, those are actually, you know, those are badges. They're, sure. They wear them with pride Every yeah. job, whatever.
1: Yep.
3: And they didn't get it. And I'm like, I bet you, you could, you know, retired guy, retired union guy that worked in a city like that. He probably get a couple of hundred bucks for his hard hat. Yeah, because the last thing you want to do is show up like you're the the uh, the new guy, the new guy <laughs> with the brand new white hat. You know sure. what I mean? So
1: yeah, and the brand new tool belt. You know that what you do is you drag the new tool tool belt behind the truck for a while just to get it all scuffed up because you don't want to show up with a brand new tool belt. Right. Because then you are the dork. Right. <laughs> Robbie, come on. You are if you got the brand new tool belt. Hmm. Yeah, you're the dork. Yeah, so you don't want to do that. You, you drag it behind so, the truck for a while. Let it tumble and get beat up. So you'd look like
3: you've, you've been using it. So it does not, OSHA standard, or actually it's the ANSI standard, Z89.1, which is what should be labeled on there. But the OSHA See, standard <laughs> requires that PPE be maintained in a sanitary and reliable condition.
4: <laughs> yeah. He said PPE.
3: <laughs> I said PPE.
4: Yeah.
1: When, what's PPE stand for?
3: Personal protection equipment.
1: There you go. So you didn't, you didn't answer the question. Can we put stickers on
4: there? Exactly. That's all I need to know.
3: Yes. Okay. As long as it does not affect the reliability or re- reduce the ability to identify defects. Got it. Got then it. And don't use aluminum ones because then they could be conductive.
1: Yes. Yeah. You don't want an aluminum one. So there you go. So we, we've talked fall protection this morning already in the first hour. Now we're into the hard hats. So, yes. there you go.
4: I hope clutter clarity's come or not cl- oh, tip of the week is coming up.
1: It is. It is. I I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess it's not on personal uh safety. It
3: is not on personal protection equipment. Okay, there we go.
1: So, the first hour is personal protection. Now we're time for the tip of the week which will be coming up right after the break.
3: And that's about smart home frustrations.
1: We'll be mm-hmm.
3: back. Mighty house. Mighty house will return.
4: Does your dog
3: bad I thought you said your dog did not bite. That is not my
1: talk. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live, mightyhouse.net, tunein.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And if you want to sign up for the Klein Tool of the Month, just give us a call, 877-711-5611. That number again, 877-711-5611. And you will be entered in for a chance to win the ET310 Digital Circuit Breaker Finder with GFCI Outlet Tester. And we will be giving that away at the end of the month. All you got to do is call Trixie at 877-711-5611. And uh, she'll put you on the list. We'll have that drawing at the end of the month. And if you want a newsletter, Rich, how can you do that?
3: Go to MightyHouse.net. Click on the Contact Us page. First, last name, email address. Scroll on down and click on Boom Done. Boom,
1: done. Just Boom, like done. that. Try it again, Robbie. Boom, done. There you go.
4: Just quickly, quickly, I want to say, if you're watching on YouTube, yep. um, Paul Clark says that if you click the like button, the more likes somebody gets, the more hits. You, we could be pushed to a list for do-it-yourself shows. Yes. So watch us on YouTube. Hit like. Yep. Thank you.
1: Hit the like button. And then also you can hit the little subscribe and the, the bell, and then it'll tell you every time we come on. So get get up there and uh, and click on that. That'd be cool. Boom. Done. Just Thank like you. that. If rumbling and cracking sounds are made by your water heater or there never seems to be enough hot water, stop by the water heater warehouse in Northbrook and talk with Bob. He has a full line of A.O. Smith Professional Line water heaters with pure... What, what are these, uh, uh, Rich? What are these pure what?
3: Magnesium.
1: Anode rods. We uh, He doesn't cheap out and get those uh, cheesy aluminum anode rods that gel and sludge. And Bob actually sent us a picture of one. <laughs> That's all sludgy. Yes, the
3: sludge in the bucket. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's Bob for you. With Bob from Northbrook, everyone gets wholesale prices at the Water Heater Warehouse in Northbrook. It's right across the street from Glenbrook North High School. You can give Bob a call at 847-564-4448. That's uh, 847-564-4448. 44! No, 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 no. If you're going to yell, you have to actually have to get away from the microphone Sorry. a little bit. And if, if you want to know uh, if you need a new water heater, or maybe it just might need some uh, Mag-E-Rad, you can also get the Mag-E-Rad. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. And it comes in the two-pound two family size. And you can get that at the water heater warehouse in Northbrook. Or where can you get it, Rich?
3: At one of the 410, 410
1: Menards Menards They've got it Menard. right there on the shelf. So you can actually just clean your water heater with some Maggie Red and have it brandy new and have it last way longer. Everybody says, oh, the water heaters last, I don't know, seven, maybe ten years. With Maggie Red, you can extend the life of those water heaters significantly. So uh, a little little cleaning with Maggie Red, and you'll have a brand new water heater. You're ready to go, and you can rock and roll. Are you, are you ready, Rich? That's it for the tip of the week. Mm-hmm. See you next hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, Sparky.
3: All right. So, this topic is the smart home. Are you ready? So, have you ever heard the phrase, the the world's spinning so fast I can barely hold on? Uh Uh-huh. So, I think we all kind of feel like that sometimes. I mean, the way things are moving today. The technology. I mean, in a previous life, I was a computer programmer, which I think is why my sense of humor is a little more logical than jovial or, (laughs) or snarky, as Robbie says. But... (laughs) <laughs> I embrace technology. I think it's really cool and it makes our life simpler. But kind of where does it stop? Uh-huh. So like with speech recognition devices, it's they're nice, but unfortunately you give up a lot of privacy. So yeah. there's a huge lack of security with them.
1: Hey, Alexa, you, play you my You don't house. have to
3: get up and turn the light on or off anymore, but in the meantime, it's listening to everything you do. Yep. Now the thing that always amazes me is, especially the youngins, and I don't want to put millennials all in a group, but the nope. the, the youngins love all this Wi-Fi connectivity and But they so grew up on. with
1: it. That's just yes, it's normal for
3: them. None of them have a savings account, a checking account, a 401k, uh, mutual funds. In other words, they have nothing to lose. So yeah, it doesn't matter if Alexa hears that they're liberal or they're conservative. All the... Cause, But if we're sitting around talking, we got to worry about anything we say with passwords, account numbers. You know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. even though they say they're not, you know, listening. Yeah, right. Uh Yeah, (laughs) it has to be true. I saw it on the internet. Sure. Um, So that's one of the things I always think about. You know, it's it's kind of crazy that just sits there. Um, Do you really need a refrigerator? The new ones that they have that are the family hub. Sure. So it's not a bad enough that you have tablets everywhere. Now the whole door, your refrigerator is going to be a tablet. But yeah,
1: because it, it knows what's going in and out of the refrigerator and it tells you when it's no longer there so that you can order more.
3: Yeah, but you can't write a note on your phone, <laughs> on your notepad, on your phone. <laughs> oh. Why do you need to go through all that? So that's what I'm saying. There's, there's things that seem like a good idea, but to me, it's just not, it's just another thing listening and creeping in. Uh huh. Um, I don't need that to know every time I do something. So, do you need Google's knowing every time you turn your temperature up and down? Because, mm-hmm. as you know, Google owns Nest. And sure. I wouldn't put one of those thermostats in my house for anything. I've got two of them. Yeah, but you don't have good equipment. If you have really good <laughs> wow. equipment, wow, that's what my you wife have says good too. Equipment variable <laughs> speed. You have to have the manufacturer's thermostat yep. so that they can communicate properly. Uh huh. But if you just got garbage, then, yeah, go throw a nest in there, and that way Google can track every time you're cold. Yeah, we got one at the office, too. So, actually, yeah. we've got three. So, but are the products really convenient? I mean, that's the thing. You know, like the oven, the Wi-Fi-enabled oven. Uh-huh. So, you think it's cool. Like, you're getting done with work. You got to stop on the way home and, you know, grab some dinner. Maybe your your significant other is going to be a little later. So, you want to fire up the oven so that, you know, when you get in, you can throw it in there, and it'll stay warm. Mm-hmm. Except those ovens, you have to flip the switch in the morning before you leave. You can't yep. just turn them on. Yep. The idea being is that you have to go check the oven, make sure there's nothing in there that's going to start a fire, or burn, or whatever. Yep. So unless you did that every morning, not going to work.
1: Right. Well, you got to put the stuff in there anyway, though, right? Or if you're just saying preheat it.
3: Yeah. yeah no, to preheat it or turn it on. Yes, Exactly. Got um, it. the other one, and I have this, so I bought a new garage door five and a half years ago. So I have an app on my phone that tells me if my garage door is open, closed, yeah. I can open it, close it, whatever. Sure. And so far I haven't had to use it. But so see, it just sits here. Phantom draw uh-huh. on top of my computer, burning electricity, and it's a gateway to my security system. Yeah.
1: But see, you I, can hack it. I have to get up and go check to make sure the garage door is closed every night before I go to bed. So if I could just look at it, my phone, it'd be a lot easier. Right.
3: Yes. I suppose it would but <laughs> uh, so I said like I said I embrace technology but I think most of it I like is lighting control so you know we do a lot of control four uh-huh. but I think there's nothing wrong with just a good simple lutron system that's easily expandable yep you can set scenes on it and so on and you know turn off lights there's apps you know the garage door door opener I don't use so that's fine
1: um, but the, uh, also with the uh, with the Lutron stuff now, you can also program it to, you know, dawn to dusk or right. as as soon as it is uh, dusk, it'll turn on and then go for three hours, four hours. You can right. set. So it's always adjusting based on where based you are. sunset. Yeah. and, yep. and, and Based on, on your la- latitude. Yep. So it knows, it, you know, it knows all that stuff. So it's automatically turning things on and off. So, yep. I mean, there's some advantages to it. Go ahead. Wrap up. Did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's perfect.
1: Just like that, we (laughs) nailed it. I didn't even know you nailed it. That's how good that was. All right, cool. Hey, we're going to be back with Mr. Floor next. Stay tuned. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return.